This podcast contains adult themes and mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, um, welcome back to the Ick Patrol. I'm Adam Saraswati. And I'm Cherish. Obviously, the Ick Patrol, we've heard the news, like the rest of the world, that Queen Elizabeth II passed away on Thursday. As a podcast with a British host and American host, this is obviously news which has impacted us both in different ways. And we don't mean any disrespect in this podcast. We're just trying to have some fun. Yeah. And today we have got really kind of what the whole point of this podcast is in our episode which is we are discussing our ick. we're going to be talking about um what gives us the ick um what an ick is um and a few other things around this idea which is honestly it's kind of a fairly new concept online but i feel like the ick as a feeling has been around forever (laughs) yeah i agree i think Recently, we've just kind of named what that feeling is called, which is hilarious because we call it an ick, um, which describes it perfectly, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's interesting that along with this, it's there's been a lot of in recent years like terms for things, especially due with like relationships and dating, that have been around for a long time, but have just kind of now started to get names. Like, obviously, like ten years ago, the term gaslighting wasn't really. Um, widely used. Love bombing is another one which is fairly recent in the lexicon. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, in- I mean, obviously those are far more serious than X, but I do think it's interesting how these um, these ideas have just got, um, you know, names all of a sudden. So Cherish, on the tail end of that, do you want to go into a little bit more about what an ick is? Sure. So I have in front of me the Urban Dictionary definition of an ick. And what it says is that an ick is something someone does that is an instant turnoff for you, making you instantly hate the idea of being with them romantically. So it's not like a pet peeve, like someone chewing loudly or whatever, although maybe that is an ick for someone. But it's different from a pet peeve because it's more kind of specific and random. And sometimes the person that you get an ick from has no control over what just happened. And it's like an involuntary response that you get that makes you just go, oh, and like everything you view about that person romantically has like shut off or it can never be because of this random little thing that happened it's like a complete knee-jerk reaction it's like and when you get the ick it's like there's there's no coming back from it it's like once you've got the ick for somebody like that is it yeah i mean i don't know how people because the thing is the amount of men that are around no offense men but offense to men um that are walking around that give people the ick that still have partners people must be suppressing them but i phys- i physically can't do it yeah i feel like i have done it in the past like oh, i'm like 
oh, like I shudder and I get the ick about someone who I've been seeing for a while. And I'm just like, well, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll get over it. Like I'll try to ignore that feeling that just made me lose all romantic feeling for this person. Um, (laughs) And I have tried and it just doesn't work. And it all kind of ties back to that one random little moment. Or maybe it's not so random. Maybe it's like a huge thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely hard to suppress and basically impossible to come back from. Yeah, it's like, it's almost cartoonish, like how quickly and instantaneously it's like, right, that's it. I'm done. Peace out. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just one of those things. And it's like... <clears throat> I think the thing about X as well that people don't get, and I noticed that when guys try and edge it onto the X conversation, which first of all, let us have one thing. <laughs> um, second of all, they try and edge in and they don't realize that like X are very specific things. They'll say like, oh, well, a nick of mine is like when um, a girl doesn't shave her armpits or something like that. I'm like, first of all, that's misogyny. <laughs> second of all, that's a really general thing about people broadly. That's not an ick. That's exactly. just something you don't like. That's a turn off. The different things. Yes. The number of videos I've seen on like TikTok of people interviewing people on the street about what their icks are, the guys seem like they never really understand what it is. And I'm I'm sure there are guys out there who do know what it is, like straight guys. Um yeah. but in general, it seems like they don't understand that it's like one random little thing they think it's like you said a broad turnoff like being rude to waitresses or whatever and it's like that's not an ick though that's just a either a pet peeve or a turnoff and it's really not the same thing yeah it's like and the thing is like something like that as well it's not even just that it's like a turnoff it's just being a shit person yeah people who give you the ick I mean, I'm going to maybe be controversial here, could potentially be completely fine people. Mm-hmm. They're not bad people, but they just give you the ick. Yes, you're totally right. I've I've gotten the ick from some really nice guys. Like, it's just random. It can happen to anybody at any time. And no matter how much you like the person, it can totally change everything. All those emotions, they just leave your body immediately. Like, they, li- it's like... I wonder if it's like our mental way of being like, I'm not feeling this. So I'm going to find something very quickly that turns me off so I can just evacuate the situation. Yeah. What if it's like a subconscious, like way of your brain getting you out of yeah, whatever maybe. like crush that you have or whatever relationship that you're in? Like, nope, it's not good for you. I'm going to make you look at them doing this and then you'll never look at them the same way again. <laughs> Yeah, I, it really could be, actually. And um, I think one thing as well, before we dive into our X as well, we've kind of touched on this already, but X are for the girls, the gays, and the days. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but it's, that is just the way that it is. Like, It's true. Guys don't, like, straight guys don't have X, let's be real. No, like, straight guys, I'm sorry, but straight guys have the world built for them. Mm-hmm. The world is built for them by them. We get to have this one little thing like just let us have it seriously and i think i think we're safe in having it because like we explained before they don't even understand what it is <laughs> exactly um so it is ours 
<laughs> for sure. I feel like, have you ever seen that clip of like, it's, a, I assume he's gay, a guy on American Idol and he meets Katy Perry and he goes like, wig. And then <laughs> yeah. she's like, wig, I know. I just felt that. And then, like, this straight guy judges either side of her, like, what is that? And she's like, nope, it's our language. It's just her. <laughs> and I was like, Katie, they say even your language, honey, sit down. <laughs> That's hilarious. I I kind of love her for that. That gave me the ick. Oh. <laughs> well, at least, like, she was like, no, no, you don't get to know this. Yeah, I appreciated the gaslight gatekeep girl boss energy that that has. Yes, exactly. Okay, so... Adam, I nominate you to go first with your first ick. Okay, so me and Cherish wrote down just a, a handful of our icks. We have many. We had to condense them down quite a bit, but that just means we have plenty more to come in future episodes. Yes. My first one is, I generally call it the horn dog puppy dog texting style. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to explain what this means, because people are like, what the fuck are you want about? So when guys text you, or usually this is Snapchat, because guys still use that like the 13-year-olds, um, <laughs> they're like, you're having a shower without me with a sad emoji. And like, what would you do if I was there with you? And the one that really immediately, like, ick, they'll put, you probably think I'm ugly. And then instead of saying like, ha, 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 they just put, aha, like A-H-A. <laughs> that alone, if you laugh with A-H-A, immediately you get blocked <laughs> oh my god what is that yes like, i fucking hate when guys do that the whole thing like oh what would you do if i was there oh shut up i mean like i feel like this is probably a bad example as an ick to begin with because it yeah. is just more of a turn off but like i know that for some people it's just like an eye roll but for me it's like a visceral physical reaction i'm just like oh yeah i know same i can't i definitely like yeah, it's kind of on the border between an ick and a turnoff. But for me, when that happens, no matter who it is, it's a total ick. I can never look at them the same way, even if we've been talking for weeks and we like each other. It just, it gives such like desperate energy. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm literally in the shower detangling my mess of her. I'm probably going to be, you know, clean the tits, pits and naughty bits. <laughs> like... I also brush my teeth in the shower. I know that people find that weird. No, I do that too. Oh, thank God. Um, but like, trust and believe, even if, I, first of all, if you're in the shower with me, like, get out. <laughs> Second of all, I'm really not doing anything sexy. The fact that my clothes are off does not make this a sexual situation. Yeah. Third of all, stop inserting yourself into my life. Yeah, it's like, it makes me want, next time that happens... And they say like, oh, you're having a shower without me? What would you do if I was with you? I'm just going to be like, I would stand in the shower and hog all of the heat and leave you freezing in the corner of the back of the shower. <laughs> Wait, mine would be like, I would pull some Glen clothes and fatal attraction shit and get you out of the shower. One yeah. way or another. Like, get away from me. I would be scared and reflexively punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, as well, because I think in their head it's like, oh, you're just having a shower, doing whatever they think we do in the shower. And then they just, like, sneak in behind you. It's, like, all sexy. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's an ick. I don't yeah. want to feel your boner pressing against my bum cheeks while I'm trying <laughs> to get clean. What is this? Uh, it's so funny that that's their idea of, like, 
texting, I guess. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I mean, I think we should definitely do an episode about sexting because there's so yes. much going. Men don't understand. This is another icky thing that men do. They don't realize half of the pleasure in the sext, which I don't sext very often, but when I do, I'm good at it. It's you don't spell it all out. Yeah. You don't like I'm not reading like some smut on fanfiction.net or whatever. You know, you can make things a little bit more suggestive. The the erotic is in the in between the lines. Mm-hmm. But um I think just beyond the shower thing though as well, it's like when guys just say like, oh, you probably think I'm ugly. It's like, well, I do now because you just said that. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and convince you otherwise by like giving you compliments because I know you're yeah. fishing for them right now and it's awkward as hell. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm sorry, but usually the guys that uh because they're saying that with the chest, right? And the thing is the guys that usually come into that expecting to say, oh no, you're hot. They have not got a face that can cash that check. <laughs> this is the T. Yeah, I believe it. And it's just like, ugh, but yeah, literally, it's like an immediate block. Get away from me. Yeah, it's, it really like, I have this devious side that comes out whenever a guy says something like that to me, like trying to bait me into something because it makes me want to feel like, want to be like, if the guy's like, oh, I'm, I'm so ugly. You probably won't like me. It makes me want to reply. Yeah, you are. But like, I can get over that kind of stuff. <laughs> like just be a total asshole. And I feel like, like when you're texting somebody on Tinder or something, I am much more emboldened to have crazy yeah. responses like that. No, I completely agree with that. Like, I really feel that. But okay. I think it's time for Cherish to her first ick. Okay. So my first ick is kind of spicy. This actually happened with someone that I was seeing for a long time. A long time as in a few months. We were like kind of official, actually. And okay. I think I know who this is about. Yes. So this guy was so sweet. A really nice guy really funny and cool and fun to be around. But he had this problem where he just could not finish in bed. Like, it's not that he would get, like, floppy. Um, It's that he just couldn't finish the job. And so it sex would last multiple hours. And Ugh. so eventually, like... I would get so tired and just be like, so not interested anymore. Like that is way too long for me. And so at one point he was like, yeah, I'm taking like, it takes a long time for me to finish, but I guess that's better than being too quick. Like, I guess that's a good thing. And I was like, okay, this is my opportunity. This is my opportunity to say something like to try to end this pattern of having sex for way too long and so i said actually um i kind of get tired when it goes on that long and it's not really fun for me anymore after it takes that long like i tried to put it in the nicest terms possible and he was like quote i'm sorry i'll try to finish sooner next time unquote (laughs) 
he said it so much yeah he said it like he was a child being scolded or something like he was that's exactly the energy it gives and i can't deal with that he was like a puppy with his tail between his legs like and that gave me the ick so fucking hard and that's an a time where i had to try to overpower this ick feeling and try to like not let yeah, that ruin like, the relationship. Like, work through it. Yeah, but it it didn't work. Like I just every time I'd go to have sex with that guy, I would just think of him being like, "Well, I'm sorry that I can try and make it faster next time." No. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. I was like, I literally, my response was, I literally laughed because it was just uncomfortable. Not the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I laughed. I think I was just like, what the fuck was that response? Oh no, my God. The second you laugh at a guy, it is dead. It's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I laughed. So yeah, that's a huge one um, that happened to me. Oh my God, though. Like, see, if that was me and a guy said that to me, like, I honestly think that I would have I either laughed or been like, ugh. Like, I would have had a strong reaction to it one way or another. Uh-huh. And, like, I just, I wouldn't know how to, like, deal. Yeah, it was super uncomfortable. That's why I think I laughed. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, like, it kind of is similar to my first it going away, because it's, like, it's guys just acting weird. Yeah. There's yeah, no way around it. It's, like... And the thing is, me and Cherish are a bunch of oddballs. Mm-hmm. Like, when we're together, like, we are just, like, two little weird gremlins. <laughs> but I would never do anything like that. No. And it's just like, no, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, Just mm-mm. totally unattractive, like, huge, big. Ugh. And that's the best yeah. way to describe it right there. It's just the yeah. feeling of, ugh, big. <laughs> I think for me as well, it's like, it was the way that leading up to that, he was like trying to like justify it. I was like, oh, well, it's better than me fin- finishing really fast. It's like, well, when do guys realize that finishing isn't always the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously everyone wants to finish, but you know, much like a freshman class at university, not everyone finishes at the end. Yeah. And it's like, when he said that, he, when he was like, well, at least I didn't finish too fast. It's probably a good thing I last this long or whatever. In my head, I was like, do you want a second opinion on that? Because there's two of us here. Like, Yeah, and while and- you're just slamming it home, I'm doing my shopping list. Exactly, exactly. Or I'm like wanting to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. See, like, I've had experiences with guys like that as well. And you're just there, like, basically just being rammed, I think. <laughs> oh, I really, really need to call the energy company and try to get my bill down. Or, like, if the eggs gone off date yeah um for those of you who can't see us well none of you can (laughs) um because this is an audio format while adam was talking he was rocking back and forth as if um doing the deed (laughs) that's the thing but it's like you just sit there basically just going "Uh, uh, uh," like and like my head goes to somewhere else so quickly Mm mm-hmm and, like, if it's lasting that long, oh, Christ, you'll be red, roll. Yeah. I'm literally Oof. just, like, wanting to say, can we be done? <laughs> Please. 
Hi, um, hi, bestie. Excuse me. Sorry. Could we maybe just um cuddle and go to sleep? Because um, yeah. like, it doesn't really give me much fun anymore. Mm-hmm. And I both think we both know that you're not really going to, you know, get to your destination anytime yeah. soon. So maybe it's time we refund the ticket. Yeah. Like, hello. Do you remember me? I'm I'm the one here that you're inside of. Um, I would like this wanna... to end. <laughs> You should have just given him, like, a flashlight as, like, a parting gift and, like, right, use this because no woman wants to be at it for this long. Well, sometimes I feel like that's the issue, but that's mm-hmm. a whole different topic, and I'm not mm-hmm. a doctor. But we sometimes, may get that in a future episode. Yes, we will talk about what I'm alluding to in a different episode. Okay, so I think we should dive now into my next tick, which... um this again it's it is a turn off but for me it's instantaneously like i'm grossed out mm-hmm. and that's people with really childish diets particularly men with childish diets and this comes from and this is kind of harsh but this came from i was briefly talking to such day and a guy who had a very, very severe allergy to nuts and a few other things. Mm-hmm. And so I made him like super cautious with like eating foods and stuff, which I mean, I get it. But also he would like, he literally had never even eaten like a bacon boy. And I was just like, it just gave me the ick. I yeah. was just like, how would you like do anything? Mm-hmm. I know it sounds so nasty, but I was just like, nah, this is just such an immediate like no for me. Like, <laughs> I mean, just eat the fucking spinach. Yeah, I I understand that. It's very, like, childish. That's that's the thing. It, oh, my God, you know what? I realized so many icks are things that people, well, men do, that make them childish in our eyes. Yes. All three of these icks so far do that same thing. It presents men as children. Yeah, you're right. It does. It, like... That's a total turnoff is feeling like you're their mom or something. I mean, not us turning this cute little podcast into literally a sociological analysis of the <laughs> culture. <laughs> it's so true, though. So it's like, and I mean, like, this isn't the only guy that I just talked about as well. I've been on dates with guys where they'll, you'll go to a pretty standard restaurant, like maybe like an Asian restaurant or something like that. They look at the menu and they're like, oh, I don't know what to have. Like, it's all. Oh, I'm like, oh my god, just eat something. Just pick something from the menu. Like, yeah. And the thing is, like, you, Charity is vegetarian. I don't eat beef um, for religious reasons. Um, you know, everyone has like their own needs and dietary requirements. I completely get that. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but the thing is, every place that you can go to eat, and in your own home as well, there is something that you can eat. You can't just live your life off chicken nuggets and chips. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a turnoff of mine, for sure. The thing that gives me the ick about it, though, is I think the second that I realized a guy's got a really childish diet, I think this doesn't sound gross, but I'm like, your bowels must be so angry all the time. <laughs> That's a good point, honestly. Like, just having french fries and chicken nuggets all the time. I just think, I just think like, Jesus Christ, how, like, backed up are you? That's all you're eating. Like, there's no fiber in your diet at all. Should we go into my next one? Yeah, I feel like we don't need to explore the dietary <laughs> track that anymore. Yeah, let's just go into the next one. <laughs> okay. Well, this one's really short as well. So I was on a date at my house with a guy 
we were watching a movie like it wasn't a super official date but he got up for some reason and he hit his knee on my coffee table (laughs) and he just like grabs his knee and goes like ah and like think of that family guy episode that's where my mind went immediately yeah he's like rolling around on the ground going ah Uh, and it lasts like uh, 10 minutes because that's how all family guy gags last yes um and Uh, so it kind of made me think of that uh family guy scene (laughs) and i was just like um do i need to go over there and like ask if he's okay like dude and also uh, that's that's something that can happen to anybody that's what we were talking about before mm -hmm. like this guy was perfectly nice and fine but for some reason, him hitting his knee on the coffee table and being like, ow, like really gave me the ick. And I, I can't go back. But like, I really get it as well. Because like, if he did it and just like, oh, fuck, like it wouldn't like turn me off as much, I think. But it's like the way that he goes like, ah, after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you just hate, like, I know it hurt, but like, why are you acting like this? Yeah, seriously. Like, do you need me to call nine one one? No, that's <laughs> thing, like, no. I would have also got the ick from that for sure. Yeah, it can be any little thing, which is so funny. It's like my next one is also kind of in that category, and it's like, have you ever seen anyone in public do the like? It's not a jog, but it's like in between a walk and a run. Hmm. It's like a very specific movement. It's like when people do the sort of like the speed walk kind of it's almost like a skip <laughs> yeah i was with a guy once i think we were in manchester or something like that and i think he must have seen someone he knew and like went up to them but approached them that way instant ick yeah no i can picture that in my head perfectly that run walk it oh. is not attractive it's definitely an ick <laughs> it it was like immediately I was like, right, this there's not a date number two. Mm-hmm. Like it's just point of no return stuff. I don't know why it made me feel so grossed out, but it just really did. I'm like it's like when you've got the option of walk or run, it's like saying you can do this or that, and you go, Yes. <laughs> I think it's the way that he moved his arms. Like you feel like you know, like he also had, like soldier arms like really pumping his arms while he did it and i was just like no, i can never I look at this man the same way again <laughs> i was like after i've seen this there is no way that i want to be anywhere near you naked at all mm-hmm. like w- no and it's so funny because someone else might have seen that someone else in your position could have seen that and had no problem with it but that's the thing with x is that it's like very individual as well yes very specific to you and like i don't even know the psychology behind it but it's gotta be somewhere deep inside although this being said almost every ick i've seen online i've been like yeah that would give me the ick yes me too same (laughs) i really agree with most of them (laughs) like i just see like you see ones that are so like so specific as well and i'm like you know what? I really do understand it. Mm-hmm. I really do get where they're coming from. And it's like, you wouldn't even think of it. Yeah, exactly. You just have to like picture it in your mind. You would be like, yep, I agree. 
like I'm I'm replaying the walkway in my mind now and it is genuinely like making my skin crawl a little bit. <laughs> like it's it's like a gif on replay, just like no. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm-mm. I feel like that would give me the ick too. Yeah, okay. it was not first. Okay, should I go on with my next one? Let's do it. Let's keep on going. Okay. So I'm gonna go to this one that's about a guy who I was seeing. Um, he was kind of like obsessed with me and I'm not just throwing that word around. He was obsessed with me. And I thought he like, you know, it's nice to be liked and really wanted and stuff. And so I just was giving him a chance and he was cute and whatever. Um, so one day he, after we've seen each other, we've gone on like three dates. Like we don't even know each other that well, but he invited me to go to McCall on a date it was like an overnight and we he booked us this really nice room at a really nice hotel I think it was the Shore Lodge I think that's the name of it shout out to them getting some free (laughs) promo from the Ick Patrol well some of my Idaho listeners might know uh what hotel that is it's pretty fancy um And so he invited me to go with him. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, I'm not scared of this guy. He, he doesn't give me like bad vibes or anything. So I'll just go. And he's paying for the whole thing. And so we go and there's a bunch of things that happen on this trip that make me be like, Oh God, that's a red flag. But this is the ick part. So we're going to sleep in the same bed together in our hotel. And I like fall asleep or I'm falling asleep next to him. And he's like watching TV and I hear my phone vibrate, but I don't check it because I'm like, well, I'm going to sleep. I'll check it in the morning or whatever. Mm. And so in the morning I wake up next to him and I grab my phone and take it to the bathroom and start like checking my notifications and whatnot. And I see this message from the guy who I'm with. And it was sent at 12, 19 AM. So it was sent in the middle of the night. And I think it was that buzz that I heard when I was falling asleep next to him. So he sent me a text, like when we were in the same room. So I was like, what the fuck? So I open it and it's this huge, long, basically profession of love to me. He doesn't say that word, but I'm going to read it it's to like you guys. It's like anything but, yeah. Yes. Um, um, yes, read it to us. I have it right here. I'm going to read it to oh, you. Oh, no, she actually just showed me the phone. She got the receipts. I'm so ready. So just keep in mind while I read this to you that I am like, he thinks I'm asleep right next to him. And he's sitting next to me, typing me this huge message. Okay. So this was this is what it says. I'd probably just tell you this in person, but you fell asleep. Ha ha. I guess I've just had stuff on my mind that's bothering me. And probably the reason I can't fall asleep now at like 1am. So I'm going to type it out. I guess so. Here it goes. Even if it makes the car ride home awkward, but Cherish, I really like you. You are so smart, funny. You know, your SpongeBob references. You're dedicated and passionate about your career field. And of course, you're absolutely beautiful. Seeing you smile and laugh makes me happy because like Rick from Walking Dead says, in love actually, 
to me, you're actually perfect. Plus, Cosmo is fabulous, too. (laughs) Second paragraph. I know school is your number one priority. Rightly so. I've been in the same shoes. But I want to be with you. I want to be the guy that sends you a door dash or two throughout the week to give you fuel for your long study sessions. I want to be your punching bag, both metaphorical and maybe literal, in case of a particularly rough day at class or with a test. I want to be there for you as you work hard to finish up school and work towards your dream. I feel violated. I want to be your biggest cheerleader and a helping hand if you need it. Even if it means I can't see you for weeks at a time because of your schedule, I will gladly wait. I'm just crazy about you, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Last night just felt a little awkward because I felt a little distracted and frankly wasn't sure what you're kind of thinking. Again, you're impossible to read, haha, which honestly is a great skill to have, so it's not a bad thing, exclamation point. Just frustrating because I want you. And that's the end. Right. I don't know that that would give... I mean, actually, it does give me the... Because it gives me very Reddit virgin energy. Yeah. It's very like... Do you remember like back in the early 2010s, there was like like that fedora guy meme? Yes. Like tips tips fedora, like milady. It it gives me that energy big time. So... But like, the thing for me is as well, like some people probably, oh my God, that's so sweet for me, but like, this man wants to eat my skin. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I'm i like groggy sitting on the toilet, like trying to read this like novel of a text message that he sent me when I was next to him last night sleeping. And all throughout, I'm like reading this message. This feeling of dread is just settling further and further down into my stomach. And I'm thinking, I think even the hair on the back of my neck stood up because I don't even really yeah. know this guy that well. And I know this is like a profession of love or whatever, but, but it's like it scared fun. me. Yeah. Like, it's like, you don't know me. Like, why are you doing this? And I was right next to you. Why couldn't you just wait till the next day to say something? Like, you know oh, how awkward it's going to be. conversation in person. Well, I I had to have, the so whole... the whole, the whole next day, he pretended like nothing happened. He didn't bring it up at all. Oh my God, that's even worse. And so I was like, well, okay, so he's putting this on me to bring up later. Like, that's obviously what's happening because he's too oh, close to I would it. not be acknowledging that shit at all. Well, so I didn't. The whole day I didn't, but it was always in my mind, like, is this guy going to fucking murder me? <laughs> so, <laughs> And so I uh, waited until the very end of the day. We have like a two-hour drive back to Boise, and he drove. Ooh. So I'm in the car just like, thinking about it and I wait until we're like five minutes from my house and then I finally bring it up and I'm just like hey so I got your text from last night and he was like oh yeah sorry I was I was pretty tipsy when I sent that and he had one drink that night we each had one drink and I was like that's not a fucking excuse and I literally was like I literally said I really wish you would have just told me in person because reading that this morning made me feel uncomfortable and i just straight up said that no good good on you for saying that yeah and he was like oh i'm sorry like you were asleep and blah 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 and just kind of made up some stupid excuse and i never saw him again after that but when he dropped me off at my house he insisted carrying my suitcase to the door 
Oh, it's so Reddit Virgin Fedora hat energy. And also, I was like, I literally, this isn't even me being funny. I literally was like, is he going to come in and lock the door and like attack me or something? Like, because I don't know this guy and just that huge profession of love. Especially for a third date. For someone who doesn't even know me. And it's all, it's like stalker vibes. That's kind of the vibe I got. Like you were saying, like, he's going to cut off my skin and wear it to his birthday party or something. Well, it's like, okay, so for me, the the tone of the message itself, like what he's actually saying is the ick. But the yes. message in and of itself to me, well, it's like, I mean, we can do, we'll do an episode about this at some point because I've experienced with similar sort of messages. Like it's love bombing and it's... Yes it's creepy and it's honestly it's kind of a manipulation it's not kind of it's a manipulation tactic yeah so like you said the ick part of it is the absolute cringiness the yes i want to be a punching bag literally um, you're hard to read but that's a great quality oh my god stop it it's like i just know he was like putting exclamation part marks and stuff like that yeah. trying to make it sound like loosey-goosey and easy breezy beautiful cover girl <laughs> there you need help it's like there's some guys who get all of their knowledge about romance and relationships from rom-coms and movies and so they think like he referenced my favorite christmas movie love actually the part where he's like holding the cue cards and he says it's nothing sacred yeah exactly like you don't need to like just because i love that movie oh my god you don't need to like take notes from it yeah literally (laughs) i I hate it i hate that so much i'm so happy i saved that message too oh my god like thank you for your bravery of reliving it because honestly i feel violated just having listened to it Mm -hmm. never mind having received it but like ew yeah Yeah. that's just shiver me timbers (laughs) shiver the whole fucking forest jesus christ that one is a doozy. <laughs> it, it is a doozy. We're, we're, we're probably going to revisit that story again. Now that it's in the lexicon of the podcast and all the listeners know about it. Yes. And um, thank you for sharing your trauma. And on that <laughs> note, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna move on to my, new, my next ick. Because, like, it kind of... Well, actually, it continues the theme of men acting like children. Um... Have you ever seen videos? It's like we have in the UK, I don't know if they have this in America, but in the UK we have like a lot of like Turkish barbers here. Mm-hmm. And they do like the really like clean, chiseled like facial hair and like the, um, like, you know, that sort of, that's that look basically, like, you know, really sort of cleanly shaven face, facial hair, like perfectly coiffed beards, hair that's like really done up with like the perfect fade and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you see videos of that on TikTok and stuff, but like they do the thing where they they turn the guy around in the chair with like his cape on, and it's like the big reveal. Gives me the ick every single time. <laughs> I'm like, why are you acting like this? <laughs> like, why are you pretending? First of all, like we don't know what he already looks like. He comes to you twice a week, like because men that go to those barbers live in them. They mm-hmm. do not do that. They pay rent. They're not paying services. They're paying rent. <laughs> like, you know how this is going to play out. We know how this is going to play out. And, like, I get it's just, like, a cute thing. Like, oh, look at the video. Like, he's so happy with his hair and his beard and whatever. It just gives me the ick. 
Yeah, I can see that for sure. The thing is, the clientele of those um, barbers are usually men that I find quite attractive as well. Mm-hmm. Like, all the models, because, like, I do... I mean, anyone who knows me knows, I do enjoy... Um, I find Middle Eastern men quite attractive, um, like, Indian, Middle Eastern, um, Mediterranean, like, all that part of the world. I find the men very attractive. And... Obviously, Turkish barbers, a lot of Turkish men go to them. It ruins my attraction for the the man in the chair so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like instantly I'm like, no. Ick, <laughs> ick, ick, ick. Because it's like, as well, it's like with a little like cape on and like it's even worse when the haircut isn't like that good. Like when they've got the short back and fuckboy haircut that like all British guys have. Yeah. Um. And they never look, it's just like a very awkward thing to film. Like the guy sitting in the chair, just imagine him like spinning, like, <laughs> like to look at the and camera. And they speed it up and put music on as well. Imagine it real time without the music. And it's like, yeah, it's like silent. They're just spinning in the chair. <laughs> just like the creak <laughs> like the barber chair. <laughs> Someone needs to edit that. You know how they have those TikToks of people dancing and they edit the sneaker squeak? Yeah. They need to edit a barber one where it's silent. And it's just like... <laughs> of a chair. I would laugh so hard, but also, like, I would want to, like, pull my eyelids off. Like, I would just be like, no. Yeah. It'd be one of those where I can't finish the video. I have to scroll past. <laughs> okay. The video was like 30 seconds long, be like, no, that's too much for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so let's move on to your next one. Okay, so my next one is much lighter and shorter than the last okay. one. Um, this one, I was dating this guy and he came over for the first time. Like, I was seeing this guy. And he came over and took his shoes off and it was like summertime. So he was wearing sandals. There were no socks. And we were sitting there watching movies or something and i look over at his feet and he's just sitting there with his toes curled like (gasps) curled under his fucking feet and his his big toe is crossed over his curled toes if you can try to picture that in your brain oh my god no i can't and i he just sits there like that and i didn't say anything for a while i was just looking occasionally glancing down at his feet like is he going to stop doing that or or what? And it was like that for a long time. <laughs> Eventually, I just said, I'm such an asshole. But I just said, why do you sit with your toes like that? <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know. It's comfortable. And How yeah. How is that comfortable? That gave me a huge ick. I was like, oh. I'm like kind of doing it. No, like this is not comfortable. I can't even do it to the extent that he was doing it. Like, his toes, like, disappeared. They were that <laughs> curl. <laughs> no! Sir, get help. Get like, help. Who sits like that? Your feet are going to be fucked up when you're old. My intrusive thoughts would be, like, kick his legs. <laughs> it made me, like, want to go over there and just uncurl them. Oh, uh. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not foot adverse. Like, some people, like, no, some people just really hate feet. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very neutral on feet. But that would that would make me develop, like, serious issues if I've witnessed that in person. It was very weird. Never have I ever seen somebody 
relax and sit with their toes so curled up like Wait, that. Why are you perching like a bird in a branch? Yeah, like your grippers are gripping Not the grippers. fuck out of your own feet. So I'm one of those people that I do things with my feet. Like if something's on the floor, like I will use my feet to pick it up. I know that I know that for some people that's an ick. And I was mm-hmm. I respect that. I respect that I have ick worthy behaviors. Yes, me too. And we all do. But also, if any man says that I gave him the ick, you're lying and stop spreading, <laughs> stop spreading rumors. Just shut up. Yeah. Um, but d- no, d- what I wouldn't understand though is, is like that is a habit that's have to, has to have had developed at some point. Mm-hmm. Like at one point in his life, he started doing that and thought, "This is the way. <laughs> this is the way." <laughs> it's like a. It was just like. Oh, this feels pretty good. I should just keep sitting like this now. Yeah, like, it probably started when he was younger, and it's, like, a weird, not, like, a tick, but, like, a habit that he kind of developed that's, like, comforting or something. Yeah, well, shit like that. And he just does it now. Well, you know, like, back in the olden days, you used to, like, tie your left hand behind your body to stop you writing with it. Yeah. Start introducing some shit to prevent that from happening. Yeah, like a straight board that you tie his toes on mm. so make sure he can't curl them. <laughs> okay, and like, you know those in like shoes that like are individually round the toes? Yeah! Just make him sit in one of those and like, look, John, I don't know what his name is. You know, word, if his name is actually John, sorry for accidentally doxing you, person. <laughs> um, but look, John, we're going to stop this now because it's weird. And I assume you did not see him again. No, I didn't. I couldn't get that um, image of his foot out of my mind. And I still can't. No, I mean, I didn't see it and I've got a mental image. So my next one is, I feel, may get me cancelled a little bit. Oh, what is it? So I get a really strong ick for memorial tattoos. Mm -hmm. So like, and I want to preface this by saying that I don't find, um, if someone's got like um. I don't know, like the grandmother's. The grandmother was named Iris. They have a tattoo of an iris somewhere. Um, that to me doesn't count in this. Like that doesn't give me the ick. That's a nice way to pay tribute to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, or like if you have say like a shared tattoo is someone like your sister or your friend. Like me and Cherish talked about getting like a matching tattoo at some point. That to me doesn't count as this. It's when people have like the very like like nan, then like. 1933 to 2012 or something like tattooed somewhere anything like that to me no it's immediately like any shred of attraction i had for you was gone yeah and for the for americans listening nana's grandma you probably knew that but i'm just gonna reiterate oh yeah of course but um i don't know why it turns me off so much but i mean like generally i don't like text tattoos like I mean, I would never get one myself. And it's like, I don't you have like um, an Elvish tattoo. I think that's mm-hmm. quite nice because it looks the way that it's written, obviously, it doesn't just, it doesn't look like even like a really tacky early 2000s like Chinese tattoo. Like, yeah. like Chinese, which like, I know where the joke's like, oh, you got soup tattooed on you or something. Or like, if people just have like unstylized English on them. Mm-hmm. But like, in general, Tattoos of script, just no. 
Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. And I am so glad I take a while to decide on tattoos for the most part, because I do change my mind a lot and like my preferences change. But for a while there, I, I was like, I had some quotes that I wanted like in English on my body Mm. and I'm glad I didn't get them because like there are ways you could probably make it not cringy. I don't know of any um besides turning one into elvish so no one can read it which is what i did um but yeah to each their own but the the memorial ones are a little cringy i think the thing that really puts me off about them is like they just the example that i gave it just feels really uncreative as well it's like i got this tattoo because i loved my grandma and she died. She was born this year and died this year or something like that. I'm like, this this is not imaginative. It's like even if you did it in like Roman numerals or something like that, that's still like more tasteful. Yeah. But I've seen so many memorial tattoos and sort of on a branch off from this as well. I was mm-hmm. once getting down and dirty with a guy who like I met um when I was like in a club or something like that. We went back to wherever we were going. I took his shirt off and across his chest, he had only God can judge me in massive block text. Mm-hmm. And that gave me the ick immediately. But I was past the point of no return, so I just had to be like, right, work <laughs> through this. That would give me the ick too. It's kind of like having the no regrets. Like, <laughs> I feel like everybody gets script tattoos covered up eventually all script tattoos like Mm. little cute ones you know are cute but if someone has like a scripture verse or yeah yeah yeah. and they're it's just it is kind of an ick the big huge ones like you were saying but like as well it was um this tattoo that this guy had as well it was like in massive like old all caps text it was it was like um, if you went on Word and like put Ariel in like font size forty two or something, mm-hmm. and just pasted it on his body. It was like it, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. But also, memorial tattoos—they just—they just don't do it. I mean, they just ugh, no. It just really gives me ick. And I know that there's people probably listening who like think that one day they're gonna get a memorial tattoo for someone that they love. And if you want to do that, it's your body, your choice. But just know that I will not be attracted to you at that point. Yeah, I know. And that's a pretty hard price to pay. I'm the same way, though. I mean, I don't know. It's weird because you might not know someone has a tattoo for a long time. And if it's your ick and then you see Mm -hmm. it, then it's a total, like, boom, it's over. So I think it really depends on the person. Maybe that's an ick that I can push through. (laughs) See, like, because of this, I usually ask guys quite early on, do you have any tattoos? Oh, can I see a picture? I try and get it out of the way fairly quickly so that if I know that the tattoo is going to give me the ick, I can just drop it and not give it more energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, in general, tattoos for me, like, I like tattoos. I have tattoos. I want more. But if you've got a tattoo that gives me the ick, there is no going back from it. Yeah. No, I'm the same. <laughs> it's quite a no return shit. That's what's so scary about tattoos. But also, like, to each their own, you know? If somebody doesn't like your tattoo, like me or Adam, <laughs> you can move on. Yeah. And there are people who yeah. might just like your tattoo, so... There's someone out there who's going to really love your um, I Love You Nan tattoo. Yeah. 
also portrait tattoos as well. Just ick. Ooh, those are rarely done well. Yeah, I'm just like, I like minimalist sort of tattoos of people. It's like, I'm getting a Frida Kahlo tattoo soonish, and mm-hmm. it's not a direct portrait of her. It's like a more minimalist version. Um, it's just the unibrow and the, the hair with the flowers. Because, like, to me, that's not, um, that's easier to get right than it is an actual, that's like an actual image of someone. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not a, it's not like a carbon copy, like, portrait. Yeah. Give us your next ick, honey. Okay. So, this one, this ick is, Slightly more general, although I do have a specific example ready. Okay. I have a receipt. So this ick is cringy Tinder messages professing their love to me before they even really fucking know me. Okay, so this is kind of like the the, um, the text message again, but yes. earlier. It's exactly like before we even meet in person. Like, I just hate it's another love bombing thing. I think they just it pisses me off that. You don't even know me, and you're professing your love to me. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, like I get that. Like for all you know, I'm a cunt. Exactly. Like I could kill you. You don't know me. <laughs> yeah, like for all you know, I curl my toes underneath my feet when I sit, <laughs> and only eat chicken nuggets. Like, or whenever I see someone I know in public, I do the walk run. Like for all yeah. you know, I'm. Uh huh. Okay, so here's a specific example I have. I was messaging someone on Tinder, and all I said, because he had some snowboarding pictures and I have skiing pictures on my Tinder, so all I said is, how are you on a snowboard? And this is what he sent. If we go together, I will definitely fall for you. I am serious. My only two best friends I know in this town, one is a paramedic firefighter and married to an RNA, a CNA, I want to hear all about trauma and you can come to a shoulder and tell me all about it. We both have a gift. Let's share it with where our heart follows. I have had one day off in 16 days. I need a friend. Cherish my world with love. With love. I feel like part of the ick is that he is illiterate. I can. I would like had a stroke trying to read that. Like it does not make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. No, like I w- I was struggling quite a bit. I won't lie. Yeah. Um. It's it's not easy to get through this particular this specific message. But like, I all I said was, "How are you on a snowboard? Like, why are you love bombing me already?" And just the whole. It's just the whole thing. Going back to how so many guys like watch too many rom-coms and then think that's how women in real life like want you to be like i don't need a huge gesture and like profession of love before we even met yeah like i actually was just looking through my um tinder messages as well and i've got something similar so um in my um pictures on tinder i have a picture of me playing holly which is like a hindu festival like some people might be familiar with it um, it's like where we offer like these like brightly colored powder paints at each other. Um, it's in like a few like a lot of Western artists have like used it in music videos and stuff like that because it also looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a picture of me playing holy. Um, just for those of you who don't know, I am Hindu. It's part of my sort of religious background. Um, 
And it's just a cool photo, you know, like my hair looks really good and it looks really big, curly, bouncy. <laughs> you know, we love that. Um, so this guy messaged me and was like, hi there, I adore your fashion sense. I especially love the holy pictures. And it's so interesting to see someone speak so many languages. You must be really intelligent. I speak two and a half languages. <laughs> I speak English, I speak Hindi, which honestly is going downhill because I don't use it as much. And I speak a bit of Spanish because of Duolingo. 61 day street though, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I would really love to come and celebrate with you sometime. The holidays look so fun and I would love to learn more from you. You seem like a really interesting and attractive person. I'd be really blessed if you would want to take me out on a date sometime. Also take you out, honey. You're the one professing all this to me. Yeah, what? Take you, take me out on a date sometime. I'm sure that you would be able to fill an evening conversation with all the intelligent and insightful things you would have to say. Um, let me know if that's something that would interest you. I'm just going to go, <laughs> that's what makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm resisting taking a nap at the moment, but you've just woke me up. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what in the ever of a fuck did I just read? That is the biggest eye roll of the century. He is like totally buttering you up and trying to kiss your ass. Yeah, and like save that for like at least the third date. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, that has the same vibes as some of the ones that I get on Tinder. Like yeah, and it's like Part of me feels like, do you assume that I have low self-esteem and you want to like like ply me of all this stuff to like to make me feel like, oh, this guy thinks I'm amazing, but I don't see it myself. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the thing is like, no, thank you. I know that I'm pretty. I know that I'm intelligent. Like I am a prize. I don't need you to like try and placate me with that information. Like, and this is a bit of advice to any all the girls, gays, and days listening as well. Go forth into every interaction with men, knowing that you are a fucking prize. Mm-hmm. In your mind, live as if you are like a goddess. Like you're smart, you're intelligent, you're beautiful, you're kind, you're kind, you're considerate, you all the good things. You do not need a man to make you feel those things. And that's what gives me this is what goes beyond the ick for me. This is what pisses me off about it. It's like I don't need you. And like I know some people are gonna be listening, and if any like sort of, I don't know, Andrew Tate Brigade, get a hold of this podcast. Like, well, this guy's just complimenting you. It's like, why are you being so like bitchy about it? It's because it's not genuine. Yeah, that's no what you need to know those things. Yes. Like, I've got a Tinder, I've got dating profiles which are populated with information about me in photos, but even the most detailed Tinder bio and you know, having all the picture slots taken up, showing, like, you and different angles and your hobbies or whatever, they can't speak to the essence of who you are as a person. Yes. That's what makes me mad about it, too. It's not genuine, like you said. And it is, it's the same thing, again, as, like, the message from that, that guy sent you up, like, at the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, milady tips fedora. I think they think this is, like, chivalrous. Yes. And, like, it's going to placate us. And it's like, oh, this guy is so amazing. He's saying all these amazing things. No, save it for the wedding vows for me. Calm down. The hoe's going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the energy it gives. <laughs> no, you're so right, though. They probably just sit back after, like, firing off that message thinking, like, oh, oh, oh I'm so good. I'm so in there. Yeah. Killed it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just like, what the fuck? You're like, ugh. <laughs> 
like <laughs> shudder and then unmatch. But the thing is, I'm glad that I didn't unmatch that guy so I could find the message. But like, I didn't reply. And then, like the messages after, like, hey, sorry if that was full on. Are you okay? I'd like to get to speak to you. Like, you know, they just send you loads of messages after. And it's just like, see, like, I actually have my notifications turned off for Tinder because they send me, like, notifications every time I yes. get, like, a like. And me too. Happens quite a lot. Um, <laughs> so my next one, this one is pretty interesting and specific. So I was seeing this guy who was, is such a sweetheart. He's so nice and he's so smart. And, like, he would take a bullet for me, probably. And we went on a couple... (laughs) What? Not after this. (laughs) Well, hopefully he never hears this. But this is why I'm never going to say names. Because a lot of the guys that I have icks about are perfectly fine dudes. Um, But this guy is a diabetic, which is totally fine. But... The second time he ever came to my house, he left his insulin in my fridge. Like, he left, which I think is overstepping. Yeah. Do you think it was, like, because, I mean, I don't know anything about insulin. Obviously, you're a paramedic, so you'll know this bit more. Does it have to be refrigerated? Yeah, it does. But, like, he wasn't spending that long at my house. So I felt... And he didn't really, he didn't really ask. Like, it was almost like a, okay, I'm leaving my toothbrush here kind of vibe. Right, I see. That's like the thing I got in my head. And it would have been, I think I would have like responded to, responded to it better if he had explained it. But that's not really the thing that gave me the ick. The Mm. thing that gave me the ick was he had this shadow of a beard that mm. was the length, like stubble that was the perfect length to be the spikiest thing on the fucking planet. Like, mm. so scratchy and itchy and irritated my skin. And we were like making out. And then he went home and I looked in the mirror and there's a scab on my chin. Oh, like, I remember that actually. Yeah. It was the size of like a nickel, basically of just skin that was rubbed off and it was like like it hurt like a bitch and i had to go to work and it like scabbed over the next day yeah and i had to like try to cover it with makeup and it just looked oh that never ends well as well and that's when we were wearing like n95 masks oh yeah it like it like rubbed the rubbed the scab raw and like took it off and so i had this like huge bright red like fresh skin scab on my chin and my coworkers were like what happened like you you have a scab on your chin and i was like yeah i uh i fell when i was trail running and i hit my face because that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, and they were like, because paramedics hear this shit all the time as well. They were like, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, like the the typical I fell on it story. Um, <laughs> yeah, like when people have like a bottle of shampoo up their ass and like, exactly. oh, I just fell perfectly onto it in the shower. That's how I felt trying to explain away this little scab. But oh. I'm hoping like that people wouldn't guess what it actually happened, like what it actually was because of how weird yeah, it is it's not like it's not as like okay you're clearly bullshitting as like when people have like the shampoo bottle excuse yes 
Also, piece of advice for anyone, flirt base. Always a flirt base. Always what? A flirt base. Oh, right, right, right. Flared base? Yeah. Yes. So, like, never use anything that's going anywhere. Um, but I do, especially if it's going up the back door, that doesn't have a flared base that makes it easy to remove. <laughs> okay, so we're going to dive right into my next one now. And this is one as well that I feel like a lot of people are going to share. Um, well, people are going to share the first aspect of it and not a second. So car guys in general, and this isn't like guys who like have a really big interest in cars in general, like they've got an interest in the motor industry or like even things like Formula One. Not gonna lie, not for me, but like it doesn't give me the ick that someone's into that. It's guys who are like are really into the specific car, but like always when it's like a very average car, <laughs> it just gives me the ick because I'm like, why are you putting so much energy into something that like it ain't special? Yeah, like a Honda Civic that has like the little race car attachments. I don't know. I don't know mm. what oh spoilers that's what they're called and they like soup them up and so they sound or they poke a hole through the exhaust so they sound like when they drive it's not even that it's like guys who like they'll have like a Fiat 500 but at, like it's a Ferrari oh I see what you're saying I'm like hun it's just like it's just it's A to B honey that's a lot that, that is all this car is doing <laughs> bigger ick is guys who drive white cars oh my god it's so specific white cars just give me the ick (laughs) now why is that i don't know (laughs) the only thing i can think of is like maybe it's because i know that she doesn't get filthy really quickly Mm -hmm. but just white cars like and it's not even all white cars but like if i see a guy drive a white car to my house i'm like ick (laughs) Nope, turn around. You're not coming in. I'm, I'm literally like, get back in the car. <laughs> like, this is your marching orders. You're driving a white car. You chose to do that to antagonize me. <laughs> and I will not stand for it. Leave me alone. <laughs> you are specifically attacking me with your choice of color of your car. <laughs> even even though nine times out of ten, they're probably like, they bought like know the car like from a dealership like you know second hand or whatever and it was in the price range and they didn't choose to drive a white car but i'm like no you chose this you called me out when you chose it you attacked me and i will not mm-hmm. be attacked yeah <laughs> that's funny i don't i don't think that would give me the ick but what i was referencing earlier with people who like break mm. out their really shitty cars i think that would give me the ick it's like Come on, it's just so it's it's, it's just like, not my thing. You just know that though, like a bucket of like soapy water and a sponge every Sunday, just like cleaning the shit down. Cause like they don't even trust like a car wash with the baby. Uh-huh. I and I love how this ick is like someone's passion. <laughs> <laughs> someone's like passion is giving us the ick. But like that's that's just the thing with icks. It can be anything. And maybe someone else doesn't have that same ick. But for us, that is a total, like, no. Yeah, it's just like, I'm like, why? I just, like, why? Why? Like, sir, it's just a fucking car. Mm-hmm. And, like, like I said at the beginning of this ick as well, like, if they're into Formula One, if they're into, like, I don't know, like, the history of cars and stuff like that, 
not gonna lie, I'm gonna find it boring as shit, but it will not give me the ick. Yeah. I just I just can't understand that interest. Yeah. But same. if you have a car that is white, <laughs> a white car, what why are you trying to do that to me? You can fuck right off. Literally, just get the fuck out of my line of vision now. <laughs> like I'm I'm not gonna punch a wall over anything, but that would make me feel really close to it. <laughs> So far, I think that is we have to we have to think about after all of our icks, we have to pick one that is the weirdest or like most irrational ick. Okay. So <laughs> far, already. <laughs> so far, I feel like that's yours. Um yeah. we still have a couple more to go, but the white car thing is just so niche. <laughs> it's hilarious. It just—it really fucks. It—it it makes me angry. <laughs> I'm like, why would you pick that when you've got every other color? I'm like, literally, and like anyone who drives like a gold car, a yellow car, like you already just get away from me. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone has that mentality. But it's like you could go for black, gray, silver, red, blue. Like you have all these options. That are all perfectly normal people colors of car, and you chose white. I think also part of it is that I saw somewhere it was like years ago that white is like the most popular car color like in the world, <laughs> and it's all just to piss Adam off. That that actually makes me really angry. Mm-hmm. Like irrationally angry, but just like why are you doing that? <laughs> The thing is, though, if my friends have a white car, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm mm-hmm. almost certain that plenty of my friends have had white cars that I've happily got into and, like, not occurred. Mm-hmm. But if a man drives a white car, you made that decision to upset me. <laughs> That's the thing, too, with Ix. It's about, like, losing any romantic thoughts about somebody. So if you never had, like, if there was never, never anything, like, attraction with that person ever anyway, mm-hmm. then exactly. it might not be an Ick. But this just, like, eliminates that possibility altogether. But it's just, like, imagine him driving you to a restaurant in a white car. <laughs> imagine him driving you to see his parents in a white car. Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> I do not share the same sentiment against white cars, but I hear you, <laughs> and I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd literally no. I'd be humiliated. That's so funny. I'd be like, I can't show my face in public. <laughs> I'd have to be on a veil, like you know, like a funeral veil. Like I'd be like, yeah. that's the way that I'm getting out of this car right now. No one can know that I was in this car. Do you just imagine people watching you, like go down the street in that car, just pointing and staring at you <laughs> and laughing? <laughs> I it, yeah. I that's, hate it. That's hilarious. I hate it so much. It really, really upsets me. I believe you. I can see that you have like a visceral <laughs> reaction. <laughs> Just in case anyone wasn't sure of my feelings towards white <laughs> They are now. The funniest thing is I don't even drive. <laughs> yeah. What if someone's ick is a guy who can't drive or a person who can't drive? Well, I'm fucked. 
And you know what? Respectfully, they can drive away from me in the white car and I'll be happy to see them go. Yeah, you can both just wave goodbye and never see each other again. <laughs> just flip each other off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. I need to run into my next one, I think. Just Yeah, go ahead. This is LinkedIn is an ick in general, but LinkedIn, yes. guys, mm-hmm. why are you acting like such a bitch for capitalism? <laughs> so true. Like... I don't have, I have a LinkedIn, but I've never been like messaged by anybody and never knew anybody who like uses LinkedIn as like a primary social media platform. Yeah. It's like, I have to use it for work Mm -hmm. and like, I hate it. But like the thing about LinkedIn is it's kind of like TikTok and like your feed isn't necessarily what you follow. Mm -hmm. And you see posts on the all the time of guys being like, I've, sh- I've shredded the gym this morning at 5 a.m. I've lived off a Huel, um like meal replacement pack for like four months. I haven't shit right in weeks. I just sold 12 houses. Yes, I mean, they're probably not selling houses. I don't know. I was made great sales in the stock market with Gary. I don't know who Gary is. Um, <laughs> but like, it's men who like, and even worse is guys who like talk about having like a side hustle and like, oh, you need a side hustle. Yes. Stop thinking that you're the next Bezos. Like, just please. It's, and this is again, is this an ick or is this just a red flag? Kind of both. Yeah. But like, I had literally, once when I was in London, I went, I was at a bar after work. Um, I was in a bar in a nice area of London after work and a guy approached me and like, Seemed like a perfectly normal guy. And we were just chatting. Lovely conversation, honestly. Really nice guy. But at the end of the conversation, he didn't ask, oh, do you have Instagram? What's your phone number? So we can WhatsApp. He asked my LinkedIn. What the fuck? I was so immediately, like, I was like, you know, like a TV show, like, which is the, the whole, like, world collapses and, like, you see it on a character. It was like that. I was just like, what is this place? <laughs> Why is this like? Wh- I, I was I was speechless. You're like, am I in another dimension right now? Literally, I was like, since when was LinkedIn where people contact people who want to date? Yeah, that's that's the thing that's weird to me is the only reason I had it was to apply to like specific jobs or like look mm. for specific jobs. Um, but it has since turned into like a full on social media and even dating platform but it's like but all just about work as well which is like i'm sorry but like i don't i don't hate my job Mm -hmm. um i know some people really hate what they do like there are aspects of my job that i really enjoy but i will never be such a corporate slave i'm never gonna be such a bitch to the world of like business that i'm on linkedin talking about how like like this is off topic but well it's not but it's Sorry, guys, just running over words there. Um, <laughs> I saw a post on LinkedIn recently of a guy who was also like on a business trip with work who had like a dinner allowance. Like, usually when you travel with work, like your company gives you like a certain allowance, like like lunch, dinners, whatever. Um, like when I've worked with work, I always have like that. I have a company credit card that I can use, whatever. This guy was like, Oh, to save um money on the bottom line for the company, I bought instant round and made it in the kettle in the hotel room, saving like the books for the the company. I was like, and he was like, the say he was like, 
Like, it may not be as fun as going out for dinner, but it'll be great when they realise how much you're willing to do for them and you get a promotion down the line. I'm like, sir, they don't give a fuck. They gave you a food budget for a reason, use it, and they don't care. They're not interested. They will just look at that and laugh at how much of a fucking simp you are. Exactly. It's that, like, grind mentality. Like, Mm. on the grind, this is my life, like... My career is what I do to make money and it is not my life. Like I'm passionate about it, but it's certainly not what defines me as a human. Yeah. And- as a tail end of this as well. Shut the fuck up about crypto and NFTs. Oh my god. No, that's it. That yes. is a mathematic. Any sort of crypto, just get away from me. You see it in people's dating profiles. Ugh. The amount of Tinder profiles I've seen with like anything about NFTs or crypto, and I'm like, well, thanks for letting me know to swipe right, swipe, swipe <laughs> left, even swipe left. Oh my god, I am not swiping right. <laughs> Jesus, was like, let me know that I have no interest in you. Mm-hmm. Thanks <laughs> like, for setting the record straight, Adam, and making yeah. sure we know you're not going to swipe right. <laughs> no, trust and believe. Like, if I did, it would be accidental and an immediate unmatch. <laughs> yes, same. So, Cherish, do you want to share your last ick of the day? Sure. So, this one is another specific story. (laughs) Story time with Cherish. (laughs) It happened with this guy I was seeing for a while. He was, like, at least 10 years older than me. He was very, like, attractive Mm -hmm. and uh kind of nice to talk to but i was mostly with him because he was attractive let's be honest um yeah but we had had a lot of late nights together and he would he never spent the night which made it i was always like wouldn't it be easier if he just slept over and you can like leave in the morning or whatever and yeah eventually i was like i asked him that i was like why don't you just stay over this time and he was like okay well I have really specific sleeping preferences and like the way that I sleep. And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe he has like a weighted blanket or he needs to like have the window open or he has like, everyone has things like that. Yeah. Or he needs the fan on or something. So I was like, Oh, it'll be fine. Like I'll accommodate you, whatever your little needs are. (laughs) And so he agreed to spend the night and he comes over, we watch a movie, we have like a normal date night, and then it's time to go to sleep. And he like requests this huge blanket that I have. And so I gave it to him. So we have separate blankets, which is fine. And then he needed like three pillows, which is also fine. And then he gets gets into his little duffel bag that he brought for this overnight stay. And he pulls out a little white noise machine and i was thinking okay he's probably gonna put on like the sound of rain or like waves or something like that to sleep to no this man starts playing train station uh-huh. sounds like choo choo train sounds choo choo chugga 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 and he puts that on to sleep to so and he's weird. just he just rolls over facing away from me and is like good night and i'm like uh good night and i'm just laying there staring at the ceiling listening to these choo choo like train sounds that's such a weird one 
Yeah. And I like that moment gave me the ick. And it also gave me like a, is this guy also going to cut off my face kind of vibe? <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like my threshold for being terrified of men is kind of low. Oh, mine is like zero. <laughs> but that kind of scared me a little bit too. And I don't know if he like caught that vibe because after that, we mutually ghosted each other. Like, we never yeah. spoke again after that night. And I wonder if, like, he read my vibe or something the next day. Because I never spoke about it. Or maybe it was something else. But on my end, that's what gave me the ick. And that's the reason I didn't um, reach out Thank to him ever again. Because you didn't also have that routine already. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he was or like, maybe. she's an idiot. She doesn't use a choo-choo sound to sleep. Or sometimes I feel like it's hard for me to control my face and my tone. And so maybe he picked up on it and somehow was like, I can't do this. Like she thinks I'm weird. I don't know. I, I love that he tried to warn me and I was like, Oh no, it's fine. And then I was like, Oh, he was right. He does have some fucking weird ass sleep preferences. (laughs) like to a point i was like oh no i can relate to this because like i like a lot of pillows too mm-hmm. i also like to have quite a big especially in the winter i like to cocoon myself a little bit mm-hmm. um and i also like to have ambient noise on while i sleep yeah but whenever say like when i was with my ex or um when i've like slept over at a guy's house or guys slept over here I'd always just say, like, oh, like, I like to put an audiobook on while I sleep. Because, like, I don't need it, but I like to have it. Because it does mm-hmm. help me sleep a little bit more. I'm like, I'll be like, oh, I like to put an audiobook on while I sleep. And I just ch- I always have the volume on really low. It's, like, two out of 100 or something like that. I just need, like, there's the slight ambient noise. Or, like, sometimes I'll do rain sounds. And, like, like, if you got a problem with that, you know. Is the fact that you said, oh, I've got really specific. Did he not, like, tell you what they were before? No, he didn't. See, that's the thing. It's like, why would you just spin that on someone? It's like, you at least just say, like, look, I've got these things I like to have when I sleep. Is that okay? Because, like, like I said, like, when you started telling the story, like, everyone has things that they like about when they sleep. Like, mm-hmm. everyone has their own specific things. But if you share in a room or a bed with somebody, it's like, you've got to just, like, you know, compromise or just let the other person know, like, and then talk about it before you just put on, I don't know, the fucking soundtrack of Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like I, I understand white noise, but I feel like train sounds is pretty like specific. It's like yeah. maybe you grew up in a house that's by a train station, so it like gives you comfort or whatever. But it was like loud, and he did not grow up in a big city where there's a lot of train noises, and so it was like very distracting and disconcerting. <laughs> Yeah, it is, it's just weird. It's like, because up to that point, I was like, okay, lots of pillows. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Likes to have a, like a big blanket to himself. Fair enough. But then train noises. And just the fact that he like didn't want to like lay with his arm around me, even for like a split second. It was like he set up all of his shit that he needed to like sleep comfortably. And then was like, good night and turned around. And went to bed, and I was just laying there, staring at the ceiling, like, ah. No, that's just so weird. Yeah. We never spoke again. I didn't even have to block him or anything. Usually, usually I block people. Yeah. 
but it was a and mutual... we are going to do an episode about ghosting as well yes. very soon yes that's going to be a good one yeah my next one it continues the theme it reminds me of kids yeah and it really puts me off so this is the I think this is actually our last ick of the episode as well it is so if you stuck with us to this point well done <laughs> um so my last one is when guys eat things like spaghetti or like just like a tomato sauce or like a curry and they have like the little orange stains around the mouth yes. and even still if they get food that's really hot and then blow on it but I I totally get that one <laughs> It's just so it's it is that might be the most icky of all the icks besides the white cars. <laughs> no, I totally get that. I think especially the tomato sauce mustache or like the in yeah. the corners in the corners of the it's mouth. The corners that's even worse. It's just like because it no, it does it makes me think of like you know like when kids like have a spoon but you hold it like with the elbow out like. <laughs> Like, you know, like, oh, it just, no, it, no, 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 no. It's just, it's so off-putting. Mm-hmm. Like, they hold the fork with a fist, like, iron grip. Yeah. But it's like, I don't think I've ever had that. What do you like, mean? Like, the oh. tomato, like, it's never <laughs> happened to me. Like, the tomato-y, like, orangey stains yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Like, but... I mean, I always like, you know, like, you know, when after you eat food, like, you know, you always like just tap around your mouth, whatever, like, you know, um, with like a napkin or whatever. Yeah. But like, I've seen grown men walk around with that on for like 10, 20 minutes after. Yeah. I'm like, are you not embarrassed? They don't know. They're just oblivious. That's, yeah. Like, I feel like I wipe my mouth, like, after I yeah. eat it. Like, that's normal. Maybe they think that, like, wiping your mouth after eating is, like, not manly or something. Oh, it's, like, the thing on Reddit where, like, the guy wouldn't, like, wash his ass because he thought it was gay. Yeah. Hygiene does not have a gender or sexuality. Just be clean. Amen. Literally. I will make merch with that. (laughs) Just be clean on t-shirts everywhere. Or, like, when a guy is, like, chugging a beer and and he has a beard... And his the beer is like trickling down uh, it. It's like the same vibe. Like I'm a man. When men get through sucking facial hair, it just it makes my skin crawl. It I don't like. I don't like facial hair at all. That's just my preference. I know there's a lot of people who love beards. I'm just like a no beard gal. <laughs> I like stubble, and I like um, some guys. I think suit beards, but like if it starts going off the face, no. Yeah. And uh, you probably don't like stubble that will cut your chin open and give you a big scab. Yeah, I mean, I'd prefer to not deal with that, if I'm being honest. Um, But yeah, it's just like the tomato stains around the mouth. And like the blowing on the food as well. I'm like, why can you not control like yourself? Like that you have to like dive in so quickly. It's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, are you like Pavlov's dog? So the second a bowl is put in front of you, you have to shovel it in your mouth. (laughs) I feel like I've been really harsh this episode, but I don't even care. I was just going to say, I'm trying to picture the blowing on food one. It dep- I think for me, it would depend on the guy if it gave me the ick or not. But um, I've definitely blown on food before. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm excited to eat it. I got to eat it when it comes out, man. <laughs> like, 
the thing for me as well is like actually I'm gonna throw into it as well. If they so like they're really damned if they do and they're damned if they don't now. If they don't blow on it or let it cool naturally and then they put it in the mouth and then they have like the <laughs> you eat something really hot and then like you make that like mouth noise because like you're trying to like move it so it doesn't like burn a part of your mouth. Yeah, that would definitely give me the ick <laughs> no, I would I would have to resign right there and then I'd be like, sir, I'm sorry, but I quit. Um, I can no longer offer my services to this office. Oh my god. I think another that just reminded me of something that I tend to do that always pisses guys off or like irks them and I can tell and it makes me laugh. Is <laughs> When something like that happens, like the guy, let's say the guy banging his knee on my table or a guy eating something really hot going, <laughs> I I always go, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it makes them so mad. I don't know I why. I love that though so much. But I felt like even this guy like ate shit when I was skiing one time right next to me and I like skied over to him because he had a yard sale like all of his gear was everywhere and I was like oh my god are you okay and he was and he just didn't respond (laughs) oh and he hit a tree I was like skiing through the trees and he hit a fucking tree and so I was going over there like genuinely like oh my god is this guy dead (laughs) he was he wasn't he was fine he was like gathering all of his like yard sale um gear but I was like, oh my god, are you okay? And just no response. He just got all of his shit and I just stood there and watched him and he just kept on going. <laughs> you know what it is? It pisses them off because like they already feel humiliated and then they're like, why is this bitch asking me if I'm okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing I also do. It's like the same kind of reaction is when you say, do you need help? <laughs> Like that simple phrase will really anger somebody, like a guy. Oh my God, yeah. Do you need help? <laughs> it's like the old thing as well. Like, you know, like the old argument, like men never ask for directions. Yes. But it's like, if I was like with someone and like I hurt myself and they said, Are you okay? But like, oh, thanks for asking. Like, I'm fine. Or no, I'm not. Like, it generally is just like, oh, you're just being nice. But to them, it's just like, I feel like they must feel like it's like a slight on their like masculinity. Yes. It? I was just going to say, it's like a punch to their masculinity. If a woman says, are you okay? Or do you need help? Well, you know what? It's hilarious. Yes. I and love that that pisses them off so much. Me too. And maybe it's a little bit sadistic that I know it pisses them off. And so I do it more. <laughs> but it's just so funny because there's no rational reason why they could be mad at me for asking if they need help or if they're okay. It's just like your intrusive thoughts are like, I know what will make this situation worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's see if I can get a reaction out of this stranger. <laughs> oh, see, okay. I don't feel as bad about being really harsh this episode now because of that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, not that I felt bad anyway. Um, but I think, um, well, we've burnt for our icks now. Yes. I feel like after this, I mean, a fair few of these icks, I feel like a lot of mine especially were like, they're more just things that are like turnoffs, but mm-hmm. they're so X is so like contextual. Yes. I feel that like something that on paper reads as like, oh, that's just like a turnoff. Like in real life, when you experience it, I think an ick is very much about that immediate response. 
Yes. Like you said, it's like a knee jerk reaction. It's not, yeah, it's not a blanket thing. It's like, and if it is a blanket thing, like talking about the white cars, but mm. if you can imagine you invite someone over on a date and they pull up in a white car and you just know your immediate reaction would be no ick, get away. Yeah. Then I think that counts as an ick. Well, it's like the, um, it's like the thing about exes, it's, it's almost, it's impulsive. It's like, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Cherish just like had a little episode displaying the black <laughs> death there, coughed up a lung. Um, it's, it's like impulsive. It's like, it's an immediate response. And like, it's like, I know that if I see a spider crawling across my floor, my, knee, and my immediate response is I'm going to be, I'm going to shut down because I'm terrified of spiders. Mm-hmm. If I see a guy drive up in a white car, I'm immediately going to be disgusted. Yeah. Just, there's just an immediate response. That's what the ick is. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if I'm swiping on a Tinder bio and a guy, I see something that I don't like and I know that it's a turn off, it's not the same thing because I'm using my head to respond to that. Not like, it's not like, something more carnal yes exactly i think you describe i think you describe it perfectly there thank you <laughs> as i always. got away with words guys mm-hmm. she's a writer <laughs> yeah i'm a writer awarded writer actually hmm. upon review of our x what do you think is like the most common one and i think we already know what the least common one is i think Hmm. The commonality one is probably the love bombing text. Yeah, because what? Well, we both had examples of that ready to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. And I have more. I just don't have them like in my front page of my screenshots. <laughs> yeah, like same. I could have found more. Like, but I just had that one locked and loaded because I knew it was recent. Hmm. And I think your weirdest one is the white cars. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I will respectfully agree that probably no one else has that ick but me, but it's just an ick. I can't what get you, over it. What do you think my weirdest one is? Uh, oh, there's one that we didn't talk about, actually, of yours, which is mm-hmm. when a book lands on the guy's face. Yeah. Talking to you. That one, like, I don't think it's odd. Um, I mean, do you want to explain that one a little bit before we, like, yeah. explain that's a that's a specific example as well so i was just on a date and we were having drinks outside and he was talking to me and a huge bug just lands on his face and we were both like and he like swatted it away but it was just it was hilarious it like ruined the moment and it just gave me the ick and i don't know why but it just made him instantly unattractive to me and that's the story (laughs) do you like for me, I don't know that I would have that. I feel like I would agree with you. Like, it would like probably kill the, the vibe a bit. It would make me laugh, but I don't know that it would give me the ick. Yeah. So I think that one's kind of a weird one. Um, But like, <laughs> also, if I was there and I witnessed it, maybe I would get the ick. Exactly. But all of yours, like, honestly, I mean, I suppose the one about the guy who lasted forever as well. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of yours are like the ones you brought forward are more specifically based on your experiences, whereas I think, like, mine... I mean, mine are obviously backed up by experience, but they're a little bit more general. Mm-hmm. Or at least, like, more things I know across the board give me the ick. Um, so, like, it's hard to say there's, like, a weird one. I mean, the guy... Um, actually, no, the guy with the sleeping noise is not weird because it's the ick. Like, mm-hmm. the ick itself is weird, but the situation is weird. 
in like all your situations were weird that you mentioned, but the thing about that one is it's the fact that he didn't even like prep at all. He didn't like explain it. He just like said, Oh, I have a weird sleeping like pattern or preference or whatever. And then just launched straight into it without explaining. It's like it's the lack of elaboration. Because, mm-hmm. like, you could have maybe even, like, prepared for it or, asked, like, listen to, like, the train sounds. Mm-hmm. And then, like, make a decision whether you want to sleep next to this guy or not. Yeah, I agree. Like, I wasn't expecting him to just, like, whip that out on me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's, just, it's very strange. And, um, yeah, I think that, like, reflecting on my own, I know the white car thing is weird, but it just <laughs> is what it is. Yeah, exactly. You don't really have to explain, like, it just is what it is. It's random. Like the guy hitting his knee on my coffee table. People like stub their toes and bump into stuff. I do it. Maybe I've given someone the it doing it. But this specific time with this specific guy, that just was it for me. <laughs> See, I don't know if I would ever want to know about times I've given someone else the ick. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's never happened. <laughs> yeah, same. It- it definitely will have happened at some point because everyone gives everyone the ick. Um, but I don't know if I want to know about it or just live in blissful ignorance of it. Yeah, I'd rather be blissfully unaware. Yeah, it's probably for the best, really, because I, I know that whatever it was that gave someone the ick, I would just be hyper-conscious of it like forever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is, like we were talking about in the beginning, totally out of your control. So- yeah, that's the thing, like... Yeah, we've been, like, harsh in places in this episode, and we've kind of touched on a few other topics as well, which I think is going to be a common theme of the podcast. But ultimately, we accept that most of these things are not consciously decided by guys. Yes. And even things that are consciously decided by guys, like, they're not going to be icks for everybody. Like, there'll be someone out there, it's like, the guy I was talking about who had the really, like, childish diet. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there are people out there who that won't bother. And I want to say this as well, I hope there are, because he was a nice guy. Like, you know, he wasn't a bad person by any means. He didn't, like, um, he didn't do anything wrong. He just had a diet that really put me off. Yeah. Um, You know, and I'm sure you can say the same for a lot of the guys that you've talked about as well. Like, they're not bad people by any means. Like, just because you give something it doesn't mean, like, you're a bad person, but it just means that you've just killed any chance of having any romantic connection or sexual exactly. connection. Unknowingly. <laughs> it's just you've just made yourself entirely undateable and unfuckable. Well that doesn't mean you're a bad person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We should rename this podcast Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. <laughs> so I think on that note, we should probably bid you all farewell for now. Yes. And next week we're going to have our episode about embarrassing moments in public. So this so one is going to be interesting. Yeah, so it's like we're, it's almost like we're paybacking ourselves from all the people that we just talk shit about. Exactly. We're going to talk a little bit about our own blunders and things that possibly have given somebody else the ick if they would have seen it. Yeah, or times that we've just, I mean, mostly me, have just looked really fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, same. So on that note, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, we love you all. And we will see you next week on the Ick Patrol. Just before you guys go, though, remember, you can find us at the Ick Patrol pod on Spotify, 
and on Instagram. If you have listened to this and enjoyed it, please do give us a rating on Spotify. It'll help us push the podcast out to a few more people, which would obviously be nice. Um, And remember, guys, if you have any icks of your own, you can send them in. You can either DM us on Instagram or at um, the email address is the Ick Patrol pod. Is it pod or podcast? It's just the Ick Patrol. Okay, so you can send us emails at theickpatrol at gmail.com. Obviously, that's an email. Let us know about your icks there. And as we start getting them and we start talking about other things, the episodes will start reading them out. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, hope to hear from you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.